RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. The Standing Committee of the National People's Congress starts its three-day meeting, possibly to discuss the national security law for Hong Kong. DAB lawmaker Holden Chow hits out at the Bar Association and profits at mainland industrial firms see their sharpest monthly gains since March 2019. There's tight security outside the Great Hall of the People in Beijing as the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress starts its three-day meeting, possibly to discuss the national security law for Hong Kong. The committee is widely expected to approve the security legislation for Hong Kong on Tuesday. Robert Kemp has more. Hong Kong has one member of the Standing Committee, Tam Yu Chung, though a dozen Hong Kong delegates have been invited to observe the meeting. Under the rules, the delegates will only be present at the meeting when the agenda includes Hong Kong affairs. Earlier, state media reported some of the items on the agenda, such as a draft law on export control. But no mention was made of the security law. Many had expected full details of the legislation to be released when the previous MPCSC meeting ended on June the 20th, but its contents were only outlined in a Xinhua report. The sole Hong Kong deputy of the standing committee, Tam Yu Chung, has declined to reveal whether the national security law was on the meeting's agenda. He told RTHK that he would talk after the three-day meeting had ended. Earlier, an MPC deputy, Ip Kok Him, said he expected a vote on the law during the meeting and that the full details of the law would be published before the vote. Meanwhile, another observer of the meeting, the Hong Kong Federation of Trade Unions, Stanley Ng, has posted a picture of the agenda on his Facebook social media account. It showed part of an inside page of a booklet which said, Meeting agenda of the June 28th to June 30th Standing Committee meeting. It showed an item which began at 9am, but the full content was covered by Mr Ng's guest pass. From what could be read, the item appeared to be related to Hong Kong. He later posted a picture of a copy of the basic law with the words supplementary document for vetting without specifying any further details. DAB lawmaker Holden Chow says the Bar Association should mind its own business and stop giving what he described as wrong and misleading comments on Beijing's national security law for Hong Kong. The Bar has questioned the proposed legislation several times, most recently challenging the plan to give the chief executive the power to pick judges for national security cases. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Chow, who's also a solicitor, accused the Bar of having a political agenda. Perhaps the Bar Association ought to keep a lid on its own political motive and mind their own business as a true professional body reflecting professional opinion as opposed to biased political opinion. People never forget their so-called professional advice regarding the legality of West Kowloon high-speed railway, which turns out to be utterly wrong. Mr Chow also urged the Education Bureau to take tougher action against what he called unprofessional teachers, saying they're partly to blame for last year's social unrest. He alleged some teachers had incited hatred against police. Mr Chow said these teachers should be blacklisted and their teaching materials should be made public for monitoring. Teachers with serious misconduct ought to be penalised, including scrapping of their teacher licence so that they would not be able to jeopardize our next generation. 
Unfortunately, it seems that the government is not doing enough in this connection. There is lack of appropriate enforcement to bring about adequate deterring impact. Chief Secretary Matthew Jung says Hong Kong should fully support the enactment of national security legislation here because that's the way to ensure the SAR's long-term prosperity and the effective operation of one country, two systems. Writing on his blog, Mr Jung said the recent violence had brought unprecedented trauma with some radicals challenging both the central and SAR governments by calling for Hong Kong independence. Meanwhile, Financial Secretary Paul Chan has added his backing for the national security law, saying the financial sector also agreed that the legislation could help restore order. Writing on his blog, he said the SAR government had drawn up contingency plans after the US warned that it would impose sanctions should Beijing go ahead with the law. The Equal Opportunities Commission has been urged to set up a task force to tackle discrimination against foreign domestic helpers after a survey found that they had faced increased unfair treatment since the coronavirus pandemic began. The Federation of Asian Domestic Workers Unions said it had polled more than 400 helpers. Sheila Estrada is from the Federation. We find out that there's a lot of cases, but they don't know where, where to file this case. Where, so we tried to reach them out, and now we're trying to, to talk to more than 10 people who has been uh, discriminatory, terminated, and, and it has been verbally like, uh, discriminated. So most of them, uh, we're trying to, to really encourage them to file a case. You're listening to RTHK. It's just gone five minutes past one. The mainland has reported 17 new coronavirus cases today, mostly in Beijing. The National Health Commission said 17 new infections were confirmed yesterday, down from 21 a day earlier. In Beijing, 14 new confirmed cases were reported, down from 17 a day earlier. The number of coronavirus cases in the U.S. has reached over 2.5 million. The world's hardest-hit country has seen a record number of new cases in the South and West. States there are starting to put back in place restrictions they had been among the first to lift. The BBC's Peter Bowes has this report. There's a clear link between those states that reopened earlier and more aggressively than other parts of the country and the surge in new cases. Despite warnings of the possible consequences, Florida and Texas forged ahead, allowing to reopen, only to announce a hasty about turn when cases of COVID-19 hit record highs. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, has blamed the spike in infections on more young people meeting up. In the town of Galena Park in Texas, the mayor has imposed an overnight curfew and it's being warned that hospitals could soon be overwhelmed. Profits at mainland industrial firms rose for the first time in six months in May, the sharpest monthly gain since March 2019. China's National Bureau of Statistics said profits at industrial firms rose 6% year-on-year to about $82 billion U.S. billion. The rebound followed a 4.3% fall in April. 
Sport now, and Nuno Espirito Santo is backing Wolves to step up their bid to qualify for the Champions League after Leander Dendonka sealed a 1-0 win at Aston Villa that lifted them into fifth place in the Premier League. That made it three successive victories since the Premier League restart. Wolves have yet to concede a goal following the shutdown and are now just two points behind fourth-place Chelsea and three points ahead of sixth-placed Manchester United. Here's Nuno Espirito Santo. Happy, happy with the hard work of the players, uh, but we didn't start so well the game. I think Villa causes um, some problems, the way they press uh, really intense and we're not able to have our possession. Our goal is always a clean sheet, so if you keep that in mind and, and, and work for, towards that, eventually the organisation will provide the talent that we have and our players that can unbalance. It's a welcome uh, week of work, but at the same time recover. But it's all about that. Prepare ourselves to compete, then see what's happening. Both Chelsea and United have a game in hand on Wolves. Due to their FA Cup involvement this weekend, Wolves are unbeaten in eight league games and have won three successive top-flight away matches for the first time since 1980. In contrast, Villa are without a win in eight league games and are trapped in the relegation zone on goal difference. Their boss, Dean Smith, blamed the side's poor form on fatigue. We've come back after the break with a better team for the break. Not many teams have created many chances against us, including Chelsea, even though they had a lot of the ball. Wolves today would more than match the top 16, but they managed to get a goal from the edge of the box out of nothing, really, and we didn't convert the chances that we had. But they were few and far between. It had 0-0 written all over it. But I thought today was just about fatigue and crazy to play four games in 11 days, and you're going to get injuries through doing that. The fixture list for me is crazy. I know we had a game in hand, but for us to play you know, 48 hours and we played Newcastle, 48 hours and we played Wolves. Why this game couldn't have been at least tomorrow or Monday, I don't know. Okay, to end the news, the top stories. The Standing Committee of the National People's Congress starts its three-day meeting, possibly to discuss the national security law for Hong Kong. And that's the news from RTHK. This is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. And a new experience.
Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find it from the top of the peak to the side come streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ. 